This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm really excited to be sharing this episode with you today. So here's the thing. I totally picked this episode based on the fact that we're on the heels of Valentine's Day. Just because like, I thought it would be fun, it would be timely, all the things. But basically how I choose what we're going to cover around here is based on what comes up in our paid community in Flow365. And when I see things coming up, when I see patterns, I go either deep and figure out what I need to say about it, or I go find experts who I know can really help the situation. And that's the case of today. Um, I asked a relationship expert, an amazing relationship expert, Crystal Allen, to come on and give us some insight. Because what I notice is that two things come up a lot um, in people's weeks when we're dissecting what what it is that they're going to do and not do in a week. And one is just this Maybe it's like a longing, a sadness that their relationship, their romantic relationship has sort of taken a backseat to the rest of things. So that tends to bubble up for women or it's feeling really angry and like it's, it's taking up space and the woman is wanting to do other things. So a lot of times it comes up like, you know, somebody's launching something amazing into the world or a kid really needs attention or... Um, a woman's even like stepping into taking really great care of herself. And all of a sudden, there's all this fighting happening at home. And so I really, so, so I say all that because yes, we are releasing this technically on the heels of Valentine's Day. But I think it's really important that this is something we're thinking about all the days, all the other 364 days of the year as well. I feel that about Mother's Day. I feel that about Father's Day. I mean, there's just so many things. Yes, it's nice to pause and honor specific things. And these are all things that we're, you know, dealing with and figuring out on a daily basis. So I just want to acknowledge that if you're listening and you're, you know, part of this, this community, my guess is, is that you're a caretaker, which means you're caretaking maybe you have kids, maybe you're, you are take care of your parents, pets, right? And all this caretaking, it can be draining. And I just want to acknowledge that before we get into the conversation about your relationship. And one of the reasons that I asked Crystal on is because I know her coach, coaching philosophy. I've heard her coach and I thought it was a really important one um, 
to share with you versus other ones. And I'll explain more about that in a minute. So when we feel like we don't have a full cup, putting time and energy into our romantic relationship can feel like one more thing that we just have to do, right? And I hear all the time, why do I have to be the one who does something about our relationship? Or why do I always have to be the one to fix everything, right? We're going to get into that in this episode. I'm definitely asking Crystal about that because I know she has really good insights. So I just want to acknowledge that and also acknowledge that the reason I asked her specifically on and the reason we've had, we have relationship coaches on and we'll put some of those links in the show notes. The reason I ask any relationship coach that I ask on here is because their philosophy is less that of a couples therapist where we're working with both people and more puts the responsibility on what we can control and on us. And as somebody who is consistently helping women figure out how they're going to spend their days and their energy. It's really important to me that we do have some control over what's happening. Now, obviously you can't control the other person, but we're going to get into all sorts of strategies for what you can do, what you can control. And it's just going to, I hope it feels really good and gives you a good idea of how maybe a really useful way to spend your time. So when I am deciding what goes on these podcasts, you know, I either want to help us think through time in a different way. So we're not even thinking of it in the linear way that we do, or I'm wanting to get guests on who can really help us to see maybe the ways that we can't see, which will help us feel like our time is being really well spent. And this is an example of that. So yes, there may be new things that you decide to do on a, on a daily or weekly or monthly basis based on this conversation. And they're all being offered to you not to overwhelm you more, but to just sort of shift maybe your understanding of the way that this is supposed to be done because a lot of us inherited that and no one got schooled on this. And so I think it's really fun when we can educate ourselves and grow and heal. And that's how we spend our time. And I know you're going to get so many great strategies and tips from this conversation. So almost with no further ado, I want to invite Crystal onto the show. I feel like I have one announcement coming up, but I'm like not even thinking, like I'm so into the fact that I just want Crystal on that. You know what? Just make sure you're connected to us. Either you're on our email list, which if you're not, you should be. Um, But if you're not, the way to get on our email list is actually to go take our free course on um, how to get over out of overwhelm and into more ease. That's how you can do that on the plansimple.com website. So go sign up for that so you can find out about future happenings. We are about to open well, the wait list, you can always sign up for the wait list of Flow 365. And then when you op- when we open the doors, you will be the first to know. And you will also be the first to get a really like whatever our best promotion is at that time. And the second thing I want to say is that we're about to do a really exciting workshop where I'm going to go through um, 
really like the what and the why behind the way that we plan around here. And it's just gotten clearer and clearer and clearer. I've been, you know, we've been at this for years. And these past two years, I feel like, and the pandemic and just things that have gone on at home and the fact that 2022, for a lot of us, um, myself and a lot of people I serve, was a hard year. And I've been using this system to really navigate how I spend my time and my energy. And it's really, I just feel really good. And I still feel really at ease, even though there's been some really hard things. And so I just feel so motivated. I've been feeling so motivated to share this. And I kind of went into this creative cave in January. And now I'm coming out with this new training that will be happening soon. So stay tuned for that. I will share like how to get to it on the podcast probably next week. Um, But also if you're on our email list, you will find out about those things. Or if you're following us on Instagram, Instagram is plansimple.co. All right. So for real, let me think if there's anything else I have to tell you about Crystal, other than the fact that she's an amazing and certified life and relationship coach. She's also a mom. She's a wife. So she's talking from experience. She's not just making this up. And she really wants to help us not have the same fight with our partner over and over again. Does that resonate with anybody? You're going to love her because she's down to earth. She's relatable. You'll see how full of just tips and strategies she is. And she just really believes that we, we women, are change makers and that families and generations are forever changed when women engage in their own unique transformation. And that's why we, my friends, are going to take charge of our transformations, even within our relationships. All right, let's get Crystal on the show. Crystal, welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. I'm so excited you're here. (laughs) Mia, I am so thrilled at the conversation that we're going to have. So thank you so much for having me on. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So we're going to talk for anyone who's wondering, we're going to talk about relationships because it's (laughs) February and everyone seems to think about relationships in February, even though we should always be thinking about them. Um, So we were having all this sort of banter before we pressed record. And I'm just so excited to ask Crystal everything she knows. But I'm assuming <laughs> that because I hear from some of you from time to time, and I work with a lot of you in Flow 365, like that, that this is like a bigger issue than just the people who I actually talk with, um, which is that when we do this amazing thing of ha- having families and marrying someone and, or just having a partner and being with them. Um, and, and I think especially when we're in caregiving mode. So I feel like people around here, there's lot, many of you have kids and some of us are also caregiving for parents. So there's just like a lot of caregiving going on and that can really wreak, I don't want to say wreak havoc, but that can affect our relationships with our, mm-hmm. with our loved one who we've decided that we want to be with and, and, have a romantic relationship and all, all the good stuff, because I, I don't even know why. So I'm so excited that Crystal's here to sort of help us unpack some of the things that come up. Um, but before we do that, I just want us to meet Crystal and yeah. really get understand what your journey is, why you're here, how you're helping all these people really better their relationships, which I think is what you would say you do. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. And I love, you know, how you preface this conversation, because I think especially when you are a caregiver of whether it's your own family that you've created, or like you said, of, you know, aging parents or grandparents, you know, that in many ways, you know, we end up finding ourselves with empty cups or half empty cups at the end of the week and forgetting the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, (laughs) forget the week. That's so true. So yeah, you know, I came to this work really, you probably have heard this before that sometimes you, and I, and me, I know this was your journey as well, where you become like your first client. And many times once you feel like you've become your first best client, then you reach back to help others. And so that is how my journey as well started. And I was business coaching prior to this. And once I certified as a life coach during that time, I personally wanted to work on relationships. Mm. And then as I went through those six months, I realized, no, this is my work. This is work that I want to turn around and help women um, with in regards to helping us being emotionally independent, being emotionally well, because that is a version of wealth for us. I really believe as women, because I believe that, you know, we are so powerful. I believe that we have so much, um, what's the word? Influence that sometimes we may not even realize it, right? Like, Think about even how we run our households, the influence in, in with the products that we buy or how maybe our husband dress or, or like our kids, or what clothes yeah. that we're buying. There's so much influence. And so I want us yeah, to- when, I mean, literally, yeah. like whenever anyone's telling me about something with a kid, I'm like, are you like yes. acting calm? <laughs> yes. It's all, it's all contagious. All those different things that we, like all the different ways we act, like they it get really passed is. right on. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. So this is a thing that comes up probably the most. So I'm going to kickstart. This is is a way into our conversation because I feel like when I say, oh my gosh, I've got this amazing person on who's going to help us with all of our relationships. Like the immediate things that comes up in many people's heads is great. She's going to help me like tell my husband all the things that he's not doing that (laughs) that are on my list that I should be doing so that the lists are more equal and that now we can be happy because the lists are equal. So can Mm -hmm. we just start with that (laughs) thought that I think many of us have and maybe you can help us really unpack. I'm assuming you're going to say that's probably not the best solution, but maybe tell us a bit why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I, I, I love that question and I, I think, a powerful way for us to start is defining what equality means for you in your relationship Mm. and in your household, because I believe it's fair that that looks different for every woman, right? Whether she is uh, the CEO of her home, right? Or whether she works outside the home or works at home or whatever that is, you know, what does equality look like for you in regards to managing your household, and then in regards to you and your relationship. And I think once you have that answer clear for yourself, kind of with blinders on, and what I mean by that is that you're not looking to the right or the left to see what works well for your girlfriend and her household or comparing right. yourself, right? I think that right, which I guess you... is where those lists come from, right? It, like this yes. is what I should do. This is what exactly. I shouldn't have to do. And yes. Okay. Yeah, right? Because 
you know, the, the ebb and flow, especially of, you know, a marriage or a relationship is so unique to that couple. And when you're behind closed doors, like things just work a certain way. And, um, and that only, you know, really the two of you and your, your family, your intimate family under that roof are really keen on. And so what does that mean for you? And then the next thing after you've answered that question is <laughs> how, how many of those conversations are you having in your head? And this is what I mean by this many times. And look, I have been there. So for your audience, I want you to know this is coming from experience. Trust me. I have done so much work on my relationship in my head and never included my husband. And it's so interesting because doing the work and what I mean by the work, I mean, thinking of all the things that aren't working, thinking all the things that should be better. Right. And so that, that produced a lot of discomfort because I was, I was thinking that I was avoiding discomfort by not bringing him in or not having the conversation with him because, oh, I've known him for so long. I already know what he's going to say. I know I'm like the back of my hand. Right. So it's almost like, which discomfort will you choose? And I am going to ask that you choose the possibility because sometimes, you know, our partners surprise us and they may respond in a way that is completely open and different than what we may expect. So I, I ask that you be willing to have the conversation with your spouse or your partner about what it is that you need support with. Because for example, when I, I remember when I first started my business and I would sometimes say to myself, you know, I feel like he really doesn't support me in my business. And when you hear a statement like that, it's such a blanket statement. And I had to like sit down and be real with myself and just say, is that completely true? And the answer was no, because when I needed him to maybe watch our little one while I worked a client at a odd hour or something like that, or on a weekend, he was willing to step up. Um, And so when I think about why I was telling myself that is because my husband is a corporate guy. He is risk adverse. Entrepreneurship is, you know, something different for him. But what I was doing was taking that and turning it into a blanket statement that he doesn't support me at all. And so I want you to think about what are some of the statements and beliefs that you're telling yourself in your relationship that have you running that record of wrongs and record of all the things that they're not doing that could be better, that type of thing, just on a loop in your head. And I, I want to offer that that's a slippery slope to be on, right? Because it puts you in a a frame of mind that's not so healthy in your relationship. I love that. And I can think of like a thousand places that I've been doing that right now. And like, (laughs) I know your work. Okay, that's so funny. But another thing that I just want to follow up because I know somebody's thinking this is, well, why do I always have to ask? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I hear that so much. Like, why is it that I always have to ask? Like, Mm -hmm. I just want somebody to know that like, I need this. So what do you, what do you, like, what do you say to that? (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, and I, that's a totally fair question. And I want you to just think for a moment that many times what is, and I, and look, and I believe you're, the ladies who are listening, they'll, you know, connect with this, that what we may 
like innately um, be prone to or habits or the or ways that we show up naturally right it's not the same for everyone and i think right. most of us like intellectually know that but sometimes we lose that when it comes to our partner who we spend every day with they see how the household is run so why are they wondering you know where the kid backpack goes or right. that type of thing every other week right <laughs> but for whatever reason that is something that is not their strength and so what i would share with the ladies who are thinking like that is never, never be, um, I was going to say never be afraid. You may not be afraid, but don't ever get exhausted in communicating your needs. Right. And the thing is, is though we can always communicate our needs. I always advocate for that, but we have to remember that on the other side of that request is a whole other adult who may or may not follow through with remembering literally what we just shared, right? About <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh my god, I didn't know. I didn't see that. That's where you were going to take that. Yeah. Oh my god, totally true. <laughs> and so I want you to then ask yourself, okay, if if I am willing to communicate, and you know, maybe that may quote unquote fix the issue. And then if it doesn't, right, if, if you have to remind them every week about unlocking the gate so the long guys can get in or whatever it is, then you decide how you want to think about that, right? Like, yes. okay, I have shown up and, and, and thinking about also how you show up in that request, right? Are you blaming? Are you criticizing? Which I definitely don't suggest because their brains just shut down and get in defense mode. Always come or I'll say, I suggest coming to those conversations from a place of sharing it from your experience, mm -hmm. right? It's really helpful for me when, you know, I'm getting the kids ready for school and you are, you know, you know, whatever that thing is that you can imagine your partner supporting you with maybe in the morning, like helping them get their breakfast together, that type of thing. And you're sharing it from your experience while making the request. And so if they, you know, end up not doing those things, then you can decide, what do I want to do about this? Or what do I want to think about this? But give yourself, give them the benefit of the doubt, right? And give yourself a chance as well to get more of what you want by never being too tired or, you know, getting exhausted and having to ask. Because if it were, if that was just something that came to them naturally, they would be doing it. Right. Think about the things yeah. that do come naturally for them. You see, you, there are things that we don't have to remind our spouses to do. Right. It's just so happens that the thing that is on your mind in a big way is not on their mind in a big way. Do we want to make that right or wrong? We always have the choice. But I just say, you know, don't let that be something where it's like a death by a thousand cuts. Don't let that be the thing that take you down. Will you? Um, expand on what you just said. I just want to go back a few sentences to because mm -hmm. you said we have a choice of what we want to do or what we want to think. And mm -hmm. I know what you mean by that. But will yeah. you expand on the fact, the thinking piece of it yeah. um, for listeners who might not understand what that meant? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the most powerful revelations or understandings that I ever had was 
learning that relationships are in our thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Relationships are how we think of them. And so, or, or that person, right? You can have a relationship with anybody. And when we think about the relationship with our spouse, it really is like sitting on the foundation of the thoughts, the beliefs, right? That we have about our spouse, who they are, um, that type of thing. And so if we want to, and I'm, and look, hear me out that the point of me saying that is not for you to have like fuzzy unicorn thoughts about your spouse all the time. Like, that's just not true. That's not reality. However, if you are thinking of your spouse in a charged way, right, in a way that gets you triggered, gets you bothered in not the right way, right, gets you annoyed or whatever, then your brain will continue to look for ways to support that mindset and that belief, right? So at a minimum, do work to get yourself at least neutral, right? And, and and just kind of decide how you want to think of your your spouse in whatever the situation is that So can is, we, can we yeah. just give a real life example? So let's say the situation is like literally like I feel like I'm doing a hundred things and I feel mm-hmm. like he's doing like two things. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is not my case, but I, I hear this so often. Um, so I, I feel like maybe my husband would say like, why don't, why do you do two things? And I do a hundred things now. <laughs> so, so, it's like, so let's say the lists feel unequal. Um, and so, I mean, we do a lot of work around, around planning for this mm-hmm. around here. Right. So like the, one of the benefits I believe in planning is that you can really get, get your brain right before you sit down to do a, a plan. Like you're not going to yeah. plan from a place of feeling, you know, depleted. You're going to plan yeah. when you feel like at ease and whatnot. So so I imagine that from, you know, if you're feeling like the the lists are really unequal and that makes you really like frustrated, mm-hmm. then you're going to act differently when your husband walks in the door, totally well-meaning mm-hmm. from work. So right. then, right. So like he might not have even have done anything except that right. you just considered the list and now you're like yes. frustrated. And so you don't like give him a kiss when he walks in the door or whatever you would know. Yeah. So yeah. what is it? Will you give an example of like how that could be? Like it could be true that I have Mm -hmm. this list of all the things that need to happen for the house and I'm doing, you know, 14 and and he's Mm -hmm. doing six. Like maybe that's a real situation for somebody. So what would be a way that I could use my thinking to, Mm -hmm. to, to work that situation? Yeah. Yeah. So for example, you could think of that as I'm thankful that I'm so capable in taking care of this household. And I have a husband that helps. Yeah. Because if, if we put that to the test, that is the truth, right? right? They, they are helping with some items on that list. And, and, or we could even say something like, you know, I have a husband who helps and sometimes I wish it were more, right? Mm-hmm. You can acknowledge the truth, whether, right. They are doing some things on the list and guess what? Yeah. I wish sometimes that it were more, you know, I'm working on that or I'm working on communicating more in a way to help him understand that I would like more off my plate or whatever that may be. Right. But yeah, those are some ways that you can kind of think about it to yourself, or even you can even use that as a way to communicate to your spouse, right. About, you know, getting some things off of your list, but 
I really want to stress there that like, don't ever take away from your truth, but also be careful if you are telling yourself a story. Like I was when I said, my husband doesn't support me in my business. Right. So it's like, from your example, which is a great one, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, my husband helps me and I wish it were more. Yeah. And I, it's funny, even when you say that, it's like the, like just, you can even see how the next thing out of your mouth would be different. Yes. He never helps me. Like, it's like the same thing, like the same circumstance is true, but like it would just be something totally different would come in your mouth. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Where to go next? I'm loving this. So I know this is so Um, So another thing that I hear from time to time is that, you know, it's just, it's been a long time. Like we've been together for a long time. We've known each other for a long time. We've had kids. Maybe Mm -hmm. we've like, I've, we've both in our own way focused on the kids or someone's focused on work. Someone's, you know, whatever, like it's, it's been a while. So do you, what, what, what I'm now I'm going to, I know all the answers are going to be like, well, how are you thinking about it? But (laughs) (laughs) like, we just covered the secret. That is the secret by the way. Um, But what, do you have anything for when we're in that situation, like how to just like, for anyone who's listening, who really just wants to like invigorate or, or reconnect or rekindle, like, I feel like there's this point when we like somebody wishes that it's how it used to be, but I mm-hmm. always wonder like, well, how is it supposed to be like in mm-hmm. the future? You know, like how could it be, even be better? Yeah. Um, so what is, what do you have any insight on that? Yeah. You know, I would answer this question. Interestingly enough that I think you can start by right more action oriented. And what I mean by that is think about, a result that you want to create in your relationship, right? So maybe it's like, I want us to start going on date nights two or three times a month. I want us to ramp it up, right? So that is literally what's in our result. And then I want you to think about what are some of the things that you need to do or not do right now to create that result, right? Mm. So maybe it's communicate that to your spouse and just say, hey, you know, I know we've been doing one once a month or we haven't been doing them at all. And I would love for us to start spending some time outside of the house, away from the kids or away from our normal routine and get together for a date night. Or maybe I, I take Fridays off, so I'll meet you at your office and we'll go out to lunch or whatever that is. And yeah. so think about what all you need to do to make that happen. So, right, have the conversation with your spouse, figure if you need to coordinate um, a babysitter or whatever that is, um, you know, whatever else you need to do to make that result happen. And then what's important too with that kind of action line is being like reminded of what not to do, right? So sitting and kind of you know, maybe if you were like, well, I wish this would have been his idea. Why did I have to think of it? Right. So we're not going to go there. Right. (laughs) It's okay that it came up, allow that thought to, to come up, but we're going to move on. Right. You came up with it. If your spouse is game and excited, perfect. Let's go. Um, And then think about like, what's the emotion 
that I need to have in order to do these actions to create that result in our marriage or in our relationship. And maybe it's hopeful. Maybe it is, you know, excited or whatever that is. And then most importantly, the last question there is like, what do I need to believe about my marriage to create two to three date nights a month? And just doing that simple exercise where you start with the result and you just work yourself through those questions of what do I need to do? What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to feel? And then what do I need to believe about my marriage to create this result? Powerful exercise and just changing things up a little bit um, with, you know, when things are kind of. I was going to say stale, but you know, not stale, but there's just, you got to shake. I have a random question. Yeah. Will you tell me about date night? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, why, why is that a solution? Like, I feel like that's like a lot, like that's, I mean, I feel like it's an inclination, like even Mm -hmm. in myself, I'm like, oh, now, you know, COVID's ending, like you should have date night. And then I have this whole other part of me that's like, um, I've also been on this like health Mm-hmm. kick and it's like okay. actually going out doesn't serve that as well mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of like what like what so what is supposed to happen in it like what like what yeah. is it that we're wanting to happen in this thing that we're calling date night I, I'm yeah. wondering if this would serve other people because I just feel like that's almost like this thing that mm-hmm. we almost feel bad because so many people are talking about it on social media and whatnot mm-hmm. whatnot if we mm-hmm. don't if that's not if that's not in our practice Yeah. You know what? I'm really happy that you brought that up because I want to remind the ladies that date night is defined by you, right? So date night may be going to the theater or doing something totally different than typically going out to like a restaurant and having dinner. And so first think about what does date night mean for you and your spouse and allow that you know, that time to be a moment for you two to reconnect, right, in an intimate way, not like sexual, but, in, you know, like your intimate connection, like your emotional connection with the, with each other. I mean, of course, that's fine if that's what you guys decided to do, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, that's great too. But the point is, is for you to just reconnect and, and just rebuild or kind of um, reflame, is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> reflame the, the, that intimacy between the two of you outside of the setting where you parent, where you may work if you work from home, where like yes. you do your normal life. You got to interrupt that habit. And yeah. that, that's just a baby step of how you can start to just kind of shake things up a little bit and get, get like really creative and maybe think about something that the two of you used to do when you first met or before kids came along and see if you can maybe do that. Maybe that's like going to like a rock climbing place or indoor place. Yeah. Or there's oh my so God, many... that's so funny. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Were you really? See, yeah, like, that's so there's weird. <laughs> so many different options. Yeah. And so have fun with it. And, um, but first define what it means for the two of you. Yeah. And, and I, I'm feeling like also part of it is, is having conversate, like this is a place to have the conversations yeah. outside of like the heated moment of like, why isn't he taking the trash out? Or like, yes. you know, why did he talk to the kid this way? Or why did, yep. why did I do, you know, whatever, like, it, mm-hmm. I don't want to blame everything on husbands. We do, you know, everybody does things. <laughs> right. So um, everybody does things. Um, 
and I can see how one would arrive at this situation, whether you're sitting across from each other at a table or, you know, like helping someone climb rocks or whatever, yes. that there might be a loss of not like just not knowing where to start. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like how, how do we start talking um, yeah. in a different way? And how do we interrupt the behaviors that we're doing? Do you have any mm-hmm. tips on that? Like, are, are there powerful questions to ask each other or? Yes. You, you know what? I actually have a kind of maybe random answer for this, but this okay. is actually something that my, my husband and I do. We go on Amazon every year. Cause usually there's mm-hmm. about like, there's like 80 to a hundred cards that come in this little like box, but yep. it's like, it's questions for couples and we oh. go on Amazon and we buy a box every year. And we just randomly will pull one out. Like for example, um, they're over the, the uh, December 22 holiday break, our little one was in school and we intentionally took that day off um, and went to lunch, which we typically wouldn't do. We would typically try to find a dinner option, but we're like, let's do something different. And on the, I was driving and on the drive there, he had a question. And so he popped out a question. And while we were driving there, we were just answering the question, which is different ways to get to know your spouse by, you know, asking like these random questions. And so even something like that, like bringing those in the car, or if you decide to go to dinner, they're easy to pull out at the dinner table or or where you're rock climbing, like you can literally do those anywhere. And so be reminded that it's okay, especially if you guys are a little like rusty when it comes to being with each other again, just the two of you and not talking about the kids all the time, right? Yeah. Um, remember, it's okay if that if it feels maybe a little awkward sometimes that if you feel that way, that's not like some indication that something has gone wrong or that you shouldn't be doing this or that type of thing. It's just, you got to get back in the practice of it and you guys can turn it into something really that you both adore and and value yeah Yeah. oh I love that I love Mm -hmm. the cards we're gonna have to we'll put that in the show notes I'll go figure out which ones those are um I love it all right so so I I guess this is like like there's an overarching thing I feel like that's been in the questions and it's kind of in this third question that I have as well um something Mm -hmm. that I've noticed has come up a lot among clients and specifically this past year um Mm -hmm. is I was working with a lot of women who we're sort of heading into their like life's purpose almost, you know, or or finding their life's purpose. And that's Mm -hmm. what we hold a lot of space for that in our program. And, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, their spouse was kind of coming out of his (laughs) life's work, whether that was his purpose or not, you know? And, (laughs) and so there's like this weird thing that happens that it's like, wait, like he just wants to go travel like Mm -hmm. all whatever the things are like I mean a lot of times it was things that involved like he wanted to go you know travel maybe with his his spouse or whatnot Mm -hmm. um and you know on the other side there's a a woman like really coming into her own which I think very typically we do as women like after the kids have left home or as they're leaving home or um come into our purpose and so but but actually like as I think back even to the first two things we were talking about just about Mm -hmm. like the list of who should do what and Mm -hmm. like, what is date night? Like, I just feel like there's so much that comes into relationships with, but it's like the way it's supposed to be, you know, like, it's like, we got this from magazines and, you know, (laughs) I don't know, like, I don't know, or movies or, or something. And, 
So I, I like, so my question is a little bit about that situation of, you know, women, mm-hmm. women coming to, into their own and maybe, you know, so just like different paths. So maybe that's like a higher level of what we've been talking about. Yeah. But I, I just feel like there's just so much like in, in order to really come into our own relationships, there's this also must be this, this piece of just like leaving behind all the ways that we're conditioned to think it's supposed to be like. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I don't know. Can we take that as a, like, what do you have to say? Yeah. No, <laughs> There's no question I, in there really, but. <laughs> no, but I love what you just said, right? Some of like the amazing part of coming into your own, right? Is, is yeah. just kind of challenging some of those beliefs that we've been holding for a while, especially when they don't serve us. And that's the wild yeah. thing about it. Sometimes we will hold on to beliefs that just are not serving us. And, um, and so what I would say, you know, to those ladies going right in alignment with what you were just sharing is we may just have to find our tribe or find our village, however you want to describe that. And, you know, because I think in some ways society would say, well, you know, you, you do these things with your spouse. And I say, you know, if you're coming into your own or coming into the time where you're like ramping things up and they're slowing down, I say, always make that invitation. Right. But then always be willing to take care of yourself outside of that, whether that's doing the thing by yourself or calling the girlfriend who loves to go hiking every Saturday, yeah. right? I love this because yeah. I feel like this was a huge aha for me. So thank you for answering it that way because mm-hmm. I feel like I used to project all the things, like I used to project everything I wanted in like a friend, a lover, yes. a parent, like all of yeah. it, <laughs> like onto my poor husband. <laughs> you know, it's like, you have to be all the things. Right. And like, who the hell, I can't be all the things. Why would I expect him to be all the things? And the yes. second I like, even like, I just totally took my business. Like, that's not even like, like, I mean, I get to celebrate and like, you know, talk about some things or if like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm gnawing on something that happened in the day. Like, of course I'll like, he's a great person to talk to. But again, yeah. I'm married to somebody like you who's not an entrepreneur mm-hmm. by nature. So there's some things mm-hmm. that are actually like triggering to him that I do yes. every day that just, yeah. it's not worth having that conversation. Like it doesn't matter. Like he doesn't exactly. need, that doesn't need to stress him out. And that's I used right. to think that I should be able to say everything and he should not be stressed out, but like, that's <laughs> so not fair. And so the second I started being like, okay, like, like this group is so great for like yes. anything work related. And then like, yep. you know, there is parenting stuff, but there's also mothering stuff. And like, that's right. Like, and that's me as a woman and I need other mamas like who, you know, yeah. can solve, like can help me solve some of these things or talk to. And the second I realized that like, you know, no one person should have to be everything. So like, yes. I don't even know why we have that projection on our spouse. It yeah. really, it solves so many things so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, you said it perfectly many times. And sometimes even those of us who are well-intentioned or really, um, I would say even emotionally intelligent, sometimes unintentionally still kind of fall into that yeah. space, right? I'm sure I do it all We're, the time. Yeah. <laughs> even though I have a tribe. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, where where we are just kind of expecting so much of them. And you know how I like to think about this sometimes? It's like, you look, you know, we're all like humans with like, 
things that we're working through or flaws or whatever. And so it's like when you see your spouse and the things that maybe, you know, they struggle with or whatever, if they haven't gotten all of their stuff like fixed, like what makes you think that they can take care of yours as well? Right? right. You know, that sometimes that's like a a good check in there. But yeah, just reduce that expectation because think about how you can still in a very um, intentional way, include them in this season of life, right? So maybe it is, you know, you have a business group that you mastermind with or girls as you go yoga or hiking or whatever that is, but you have little traditions, whether, you know, let's say he is retiring or something like that or going part-time slowing down, you still have uh, little traditions that the two of you can still come together, Right. So maybe that's having a home cooked meal four times out of the week where that's your go to time together where you sit in the kitchen and talk while you cook or whatever that is, you know. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. I was going to wrap up now and like, because I know we both like you, you, you're busy and I have to get a child, <laughs> but you just like triggered this question that I have to okay. ask. So because yeah. you brought up the word emotional intelligence and yeah, I, I know a lot of our listeners are, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are are coaches and spiritual mm-hmm. leaders and definitely seekers. I mean, I feel like a lot right. of people listening yeah. are seekers and are taking in all the stuff. Yeah. And we're not always married to seekers. And so yeah. I feel like sometimes a lot of women feel like there's this like chasm that gets created. Mm-hmm. Um, that again, I'm now that you know, like, I, I'm like, I'm seeing how you've answered all the questions that, that, mm-hmm. that might be more of a story. It's like, we're playing it out in our head. Yeah. Um, that this is a problem. Right. And what if so, it's not? What if it's not? So see, I'm, we're, we're answering the question as I'm asking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that is a thing, right? And I think I even experienced that, like when I turned 40 and and then thinking about like all the um, the work that I've done in the last so couple of years. You even become a coach. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I, I even told myself one time when I was having like some prayer and meditation time. I wrote down in my journal that I've become a disruptor in, in mm. my relationship. I like labeled myself as that, right? And um, and I think that was just me wanting to kind of put my toe in that pool of like, yeah, th- there's there's more distance now because of like things that I'm exposed to and learning and maybe he's not a seeker in that specific way. But yes. then just what you just so beautifully said, like, well, what if that's not a problem? What if it's okay? What if there's beautiful things that I can continue to learn from him and the and his yes. approach, right? He may be more, for lack of better words, maybe content than I am because I'm like always trying to change and that type of thing. Yeah. But there's there's beauty in content, yeah, in content. There yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. good. Oh my gosh. Thank you for all your wisdom. So will you Thank tell you. people how to find you, like what the best way to connect with you is like, I don't know, yeah. all the things. Yes, absolutely. So if you are on Instagram, you can connect with me there at Life Coach Crystal. And I actually have um, a free ebook that I would love awesome. to share with you all. So the link to that will be in the show notes. It's yes. um, yeah, crystalallen.com um, forward slash contact contact. And that will be a way for you to get access to that free ebook. And it's basically um, about the five love languages, but it's a different way for you to look at the love languages. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't ask you about the five love languages. So cool. (laughs) But it's a way for you to look at it in a more empowered way. 
So if your awesome. if your partner isn't speaking to you in your love language, then what? And so <gasps> this quick read, and it's a quick read. It's just a quick um, little read, but it's a way for you to answer. And then what? Ooh, yeah. I love that. That's so funny because literally that was a conversation I was having with a client yesterday. Like, really? I, yeah. He, she was like, I don't even understand what it matters because uh, we, we we said what our love languages are. We both understand it. And yet like, he's not doing it. He's not <laughs> so, doing it. Yeah, he's not doing it. So literally she gets that <laughs> ebook tomorrow. Oh my God. I love it. I love that. Thank you. Oh, Mia. I, this thank- has been Oh my gosh. So fun. Thank you. Oh, same. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm so excited that um, we have this little bit of input on our relationships at this time of year. So thank you. You're so welcome. All right. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes. So you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where change happens. And here's the thing about action. It's not that we have to do all the things at once, which is a lot of times what our brains tell us we need to do. It's more that we have to stay in forward motion to create the momentum of change. And it's pretty much imperative that we do this one step at a time, or as we like to say around here, one doable step at a time. So hopefully you just got really inspired by that conversation that I had with Crystal. And now it's time to put those pieces in action. So at the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes. So you can do just that. And I do share three. And I do hope that you will choose the one, the one that really resonates with you so that you can really fit it into your life this week and make it really fold into all the other things because that's how we create sustainable change. And then if there's two that you like from my list, you can do the next one next, next week, right? Or after a couple of days. So it's, it's really responding to that desire to do everything at once and looking at it one doable change at a time. All right, here's the three from this episode because they're good ones. Plan a date night. And I asked Crystal about this because Date night might feel kind of foreign after three years of a pandemic. So if you have been, if you did have date nights and then you stopped and maybe you haven't gotten back into them yet, or maybe you just haven't had them yet because it's been so full with kids and work and life and all the things, and this has not been part of your thing. um, I just love everything she said about date night. So date night doesn't have to be dinner out. It doesn't have to be a movie. In fact, movies you don't you're not really supposed to talk during, so probably it's better that it's not. It can be a walk together. It can be going rock climbing, taking a class. Date night doesn't have to be at night. It can be going to lunch or out for coffee. Date night is a space for you and your partner to reconnect. Decide together what you'd like to do or take turns planning something you think you'd both like. All right. So that is doable change number one, date night. Doable change number two is start talking. If you are deep in caretaking mode, it can be really hard to talk about things other than the kids or whoever else you're taking care of. So one of the things that Crystal shared, which I love, was this idea of question packs for couples. And we'll put a link 
down below for that or in the show notes if you're just listening to this on iTunes. But and you can just Google it too, because there's lots of choices. But just questions, you could even write your own, right? Questions of just jumpstarting conversations and going deep, getting to know each other deeper. And again, I feel like we share all these intimate moments with people and then we start having life. And sometimes we forget to just check in and go deep on a daily basis. So I love this one. This might be my doable change, actually, the start talking one. All right. The next doable change is find the truth. So if you are stuck in a loop of he doesn't support me, or he never does X, or she never does X. What if you just restate that? So your doable change is about restating the stories in your head. So for example, instead of saying, he never does anything around the house, I have to do it all, try, I'm thankful that I'm so capable in taking care of this and the household, and that I have a husband that helps with some things right? So the next doable step is to communicate what kind of help you would want more of. But when you've started to change your own thinking around it, I can promise you that conversation goes so much better. So definitely the first step to big conversations of who's doing what are you honoring all that's being done by both of you. All right. That is what we've got for this episode. I hope that you really enjoyed this. We haven't had a relationship person on in a while, and I think it's really important that we take time to do this. So I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day. 